You're listening to Jai Long and this is Make Your Break, episode number 18. Congratulations, guys. If you're listening to this right now, as it drops, this is the very last week of 2019. And, you know, sometimes we just don't pat ourselves on the back as much as we should. As creative entrepreneurs, you go through so many highs, you go through so many lows. There's so many things to celebrate as well. Even if it was a low and even if you did have a bit of a hard year, you got to celebrate the fact that you put yourself out there and you've been trying your best. And yeah, sometimes just those little rewards of just looking back and going, whoa, okay. So I set myself goals at the start of 2017 and I've been working towards them. Maybe I didn't achieve all of them. Maybe some of them were unachievable, but I did my damn best and I'm feeling pretty good right now. So, this whole podcast episode right now is on reflection, just to give you guys a little bit of, I guess, inspiration and insight into my business. Like, I always love transparency in people's businesses and on podcasts, sometimes I just feel like people don't give enough. When I'm listening, I want to hear it all. I want to hear the goods, the bads and the ins and the outs and I want to peek behind the curtains basically. So, I want to just give you a bit of an overview of my last year, um, the goals that I set and the things that we've achieved and the things that we've failed and yeah, show you the the true, I guess, picture behind how the year all turned out. So, let's talk about my three main businesses. So, I've got Free the Bird Weddings, if you didn't know. I'm a wedding photographer and then I've got an entertainment company so that's heartbreak hotel and there i've got djs and photo booths and then i've got jai long and that's my educational stuff so that's my podcast now that you're listening to it's my online courses it's my live workshops it's my ebooks it's everywhere i show up to help and inspire and educate and you know level people's businesses up and empower people and do all those things that i love doing that i'm passionate about so that is all underneath the umbrella of jai long so free the bird my wedding photography business, has one full-time employee, which is Morgan, and has myself. I have other contractors that help, including a copywriter, my bookkeeper, my accountant, and so on. You've always got a bit of a team there that are going to jump in and help. You know, even the guy that does my coding for my website, when he needs to jump in, he's there and he's helping. I have around 100 clients at any given time. So, that's 50 couples that I have booked with me to shoot their wedding. So, at any given time of the year, I have around about 50 bookings coming up and it's very consistent. It's been like that for the last few years, which means that's 100 people and that's a lot of work. If you're a wedding photographer and like myself, I have a very client-centric business. So, it means there is a lot of emails and there can be very demanding clients as well. Because that's just the nature of it. You're working with people that haven't uh, necessarily organized an event before and then they're organizing one of the biggest events they're going to like probably even attend in their lives. It's an amazing thing and you've got to navigate around it and you've got to be there to help. You've got to show up. So, at Heartbreak Hotel, I have uh, five employees plus myself and we have around 100 clients to look after as well. So, 100 people... And that's weddings, that's corporate, that's parties, all sorts of people that are coming through and we're, you know, emailing them and we're going out and serving them and DJing and photo boothing and doing all those things. So, at Jai Long, right now, I have three full-time employees plus myself. And we've got contractors such as 
extra designers that we outsource things to, uh, Facebook ad managers, uh, accountants, bookkeepers, and anything else that we need, you know, copywriters, the guys that put together this podcast for me. You know, I'm, I put out so much content, building online courses and, and then doing my own live workshops and doing mentoring and then being able to do that and then also, you know, put together a podcast like this. It's it's a lot of work. So, at any given time, I have around 200 clients and that includes my workshop attendees, uh, course attendees and people who have signed up to my mentoring program that are currently going through my mentoring program. So, that's a lot of people. And to be honest, 200, that's not how many people I serve because just right now, you listening to this podcast, that to me is like me showing up and serving you and helping you with your business. So, the free content I put out there, I don't include that. But, you know, there's probably another thousand people there that all benefit from the work that we put in, which is incredible. So, if I tally all that up, that's a lot of employees and that's also a lot of clients. That's a roughly around 400 to 500, I guess, clients and customers that we look after, you know, underneath all the umbrellas that we look after. And when you look at it like that, that's a lot of work. It's just a lot to manage, right? But when you're working in your business, if you just have like a, just say you've got a wedding photography business or you're a florist and, you know, you've got 20 clients and you're working hard for them, you know how hard it is to step away from your business and then look at it and see where you need to improve. Because a lot of the times you're in your business and you're working, yeah? It is really hard and it can be hard for me as well. That's why I make sure I take a couple of months off work each year so I can look from a different perspective at my own businesses and better show up to serve my clients because I'm I'm feeling rested and I'm feeling ready to go and I can see ways I can improve. With my businesses, obviously, I've got a lot of automations and things like that happening because I have to. Like Otherwise, I'd have to have so many staff and looking after that many people and doing it in a way that really helps uh, my clients and and creates a service for them wanting to come back. Like you have to have your systems down. Yeah, pretty good. So, I do do all of that and it's not all on my own. I have so much help, like I just said, with with staff and with, you know, contractors and people that are just ready to pitch in. Um, Even with you guys, if you have ever left me like a, a review on this podcast or you wrote to me and gave me some feedback on something. Like all these things help. It's incredible. It's incredible to have so much help. That's one thing, like if I'm reflecting on the last 12 months, I've had so many people in my life. I've been surrounded by so many people and I feed off that energy and, you know, most of it, I'd say 95% of it has all been positive as well. So that's incredible. So at the start of the year, we all set goals we all have great intentions. We want to hit the ground running. We all sign up to the gym. We all sign up to yoga. We all, you know, (laughs) sign up to that singing class that we never did and whatever other goals it is that we want to tackle in the new year. Maybe it's like a financial goal of your business. Maybe you want to finally get your business into six figures or maybe you want to finally get it into seven figures or whatever it is. And then halfway through the year, you start losing steam because you realize that maybe some of the goals were a little bit ambitious didn't work out. It can be easy to lose energy. And then by the end of the year, if you didn't hit some of those goals, you can feel pretty deflated. But if you actually look back and you hit a lot of those goals, like you should really reward yourself. Like you should never be hard on yourself. If you're 
you know, not hitting a lot of goals, like maybe you're just setting up goals wrong and you need to reassess the way that you actually set up goals and you go through those. So for me, I'll set up a goal and it'll be a yearly thing. Like I want this to happen this year. And then, so I'll break that down to 90 days and then I'll break that down into 30 days and then I'll break that down on a daily basis. So it just means like whenever I'm setting a goal, whatever I'm working towards, I make sure it aligns with that goal. So for instance, if I have a client wants me to, they want a book and they want me to do something that's completely different to where I'm heading. So maybe it's, you know, maybe it's a supermarket and they contacted me and they say, hey, I know you're a wedding photographer, but could you come and shoot some architectural photos for my supermarket for so-and-so amount of money? Um, I could easily say that if my goal was like, yes, I want to make some extra money and that's what it's all about. But if my goal is, no, I don't really want to waste that time because I, to be honest, I want to edit some extra photos for these weddings or I want to book some more weddings. Um, Then I can align myself with the goal that's got, I mean, I mean, with the work that's going to get me to the goal. Does that make sense? I hope it does. So, let's start with just some of the things that worked and didn't work this year. And this is talking about just from my own experience. So, at the start of the year, I wanted to launch a new workshop and it was for creative entrepreneurs. And I thought it was just the best thing ever. I thought like, you know, there's a lot of wedding photography uh, workshops out there. And I was like, imagine if there was a workshop that took things to the next level and it taught people how to like hire people and how to, you know, do the admin, how to pay super, pay yourself super, pay tax, uh, work out like tax breaks, work out how to invest, like all those things that's like a next notch up. But the problem is no one's ever done that before. And it's so hard to pioneer something compared to just doing what's been tested, uh, <laughs> that's been tested, you know, times and times again, and you're just making it better. So, I launched, I think, five different workshops, five different locations, the same workshop, five different locations, and I was so excited about it, and I was plugging it everywhere, and it was on my mailing list, and it was on my socials. I think I sold one ticket or maybe two tickets, and I was completely deflated. I thought, you know, I've been doing my workshop since 2015. Like, why wouldn't anyone want this? Problem is, like, you can't just launch something like that without educating people, you know, so they know that they need something like this. If it's new to the market, people just don't know what it is and they don't know that they needed it. They didn't even know that they're losing money because, you know, for so-and-so reason and that you had the answers to fix that. So, of course, it crashed and burned and took a piece of my soul with it because you feel like you're established and you've got everything sorted and, um, yeah, and that happens. But I also learned so much from that. It was insane. And it's one of the reasons why I changed the name to Jai Long instead of Free the Bird Workshop. And it's one of the reasons why I've moved forward and employed people and I'm starting to do things totally different because I realized I was just doing something because I already knew the formula and I knew that it would work and it didn't. Um, But I was taking the safe road. So, now I've reinvented my whole business and I'm like, okay, I'm going to start from the ground up and I'm going to build it properly on good foundations and then we're going to take the long road to get it to where it needs to be. There's no fast way around things. If you want success, you've got to put in the work and it's basically, there's just nothing else that you can do really. Did you know optimizing the copy on your website can help allow your traffic to fall in love with your brand? get you a much higher conversion rate and get you more traffic from search engines. 
I've been using Pepperstorm Media for years, so I know what good copy can do. If this is one piece of the puzzle your business is lacking, I am giving you $100 US off a Pepperstorm copywriting package, so you too can have killer copy that converts on your website. Just use the code MAKEYOURBREAK. For all the information, head over to jialong.co forward slash pepperstorm. That's jialong.co forward slash pepperstorm. What else did I want to do? I wanted to double Heartbreak Hotel, my entertainment company. And I had a bit of a crazy idea. I thought, what if we added DJs to the business? Because I'm at so many weddings in my local area and there just really wasn't that many good DJs that I've seen that were rocking it hard at the weddings that I was shooting. So, I shoot a lot of high-end weddings, very trendy weddings. And, you know, my clients really go to a lot of work and effort to make sure everything looks spot on. They're always hiring amazing vendors, bringing together good teams and everything is just in like incredible, right? But then the DJ would show up on a trestle table with a black cloth over it, chords everywhere, and then start playing some Backstreet Boys. And it just wasn't going with the vibes with the rest of the wedding, I guess. So, I seen a gap in the market and I thought, what if I hire a DJ that like spun some vinyls and actually got up and entertained people and we do it in a beautiful way. So, when you see the table, you're like, oh my God, like that's well-designed. And it's an amazing experience and it's not cheesy and there's no terrible music. Like, what if we did that and no one else is doing that? So, we decided, I went out and um, I reinvested money from Heartbreak into Heartbreak, bought, you know, some decks, a custom-made table, all the gear I needed, interviewed a bunch of DJs and we hired a DJ, Reggie, and he is just incredible. I couldn't have asked for, you know, a better DJ. And then we launched that. We did a film clip. And we did a photo shoot and we rebuilt the website. I rebranded. Yeah, I, I built the website actually. Um, and Lilu helped me rebrand that business. And then we built a new system because we kind of hit a ceiling and I, and I wanted to take that business into a higher six-figure business. So, we had to go from the ground up again, rebuilding systems and the way people book in and all that kind of stuff. And um, there was so much work there. But I wanted to double the business and we are on track of doing that. So, that's just incredible. Um, this weekend, we have five jobs on and we just work for Nike and for Google and um, we're also doing weddings and we're doing parties and things like that. And I guess it's I have like a strong sense of pride of that business because, you know, we all have pitched in and we're building something and it feels so incredible to be able to create something and have a vision and seeing it come to life and seeing people really enjoy it. So, with Free the Bird, my wedding photography business, uh, it was a bit different this year. So, last year I was overseas and I shot about like 10 international weddings. I shot a wedding in Africa, I shot one um, in Norway and all around Europe actually and the United States and it was amazing. So many incredible experiences. It was a really incredible year. And I'm so thankful I get to do that with my with my business and it takes me around the world. But this year, I had new ambitions and I wanted to work closer to home. So, I booked all the jobs probably within like a 10-kilometer radius from my house this year. And it's good, you know, my business gets enough inquiries that I can pick and choose um, and I'm really thankful for that. 
And so I wanted to work just from home. I didn't want to travel interstate or international. And with that, I could spend more time building my relationships here in Melbourne. And, you know, that's like personal and that's also business. So, you know, if I wanted a double heartbreak, I really need to make sure I was around and I'm talking to venues and I'm um, showing up and I've got a smile on my face and I'm not feeling burnt and worn out from jet lag and everything else. And um, I can say it was a really good year. I really enjoyed staying home and I really enjoyed, I guess, yeah, just working close. The other thing is like you you obviously, um, from a business sense, like you obviously make more money when you don't travel. So if you're a destination wedding photographer, you don't make as much money as if you're like a photographer that just works around the corner from your house because even though you can get paid for your flights, which I do when I travel, get paid for all my travel, but I don't actually get paid for an extra five days of getting, you know, to Norway or an extra five days, you know, there and back to Chicago. And so, I lose out on so much time and there's just other things that I could put my attention and energy into. I'm not a big believer of commuting. I actually heard a story not too long ago of this guy and he was, um, he gets paid big money as a CEO and everyone asks him like, why do you catch a train into the city and everybody else is driving the Mercedes and their BMWs? And um, he said, I live in a nice house, but it's about an hour and a half out of town. And I figured if every single day, if I've got an extra three hours, I might as well sit on the train and I'll do something else. So he started writing a book. And then after a year, like he had a whole extra day and a half per week to dedicate into like writing a personal project book. So Things like that, like I totally believe in that. You know, where do you spend your time and how are you wasting, not wasting, but like how are you actually using your time? So, uh, the business, Jai Long, um, my educational business and what I'm scaling up at the moment, you know, I changed the name, we changed the branding twice, I built a new website and then I employed Zoe. So, Zoe is my project manager and She's insanely skilled. Um, she's amazing what she at what she does. And then that was the first step of changing my business to better serve the people that I was teaching at my workshops and my conferences and my podcast and my mentoring and everything else that I was doing. The thing is with my workshops was they kind of outgrew me. So I would launch a workshop and they would sell out and then I'd launch another one in another location and it would sell out, which is all well and good, but it was just me and I was like not getting back to emails quick enough and I wasn't able to invoice quick enough and I wasn't creating the best client experience for the people that are coming to learn from me and I did not want that. I wanted people to come and learn from me and go, oh my God, I want to learn from Jai's systems or just that from that workshop. Like I want to be inspired by just that. And so, now we can actually, you know, take the time to create that. It's the whole customer journey from when they sign up and buy a workshop ticket from me to the journey going forward to the workshop from how the workshop presents and then the care to after the workshop as well. Like, it's so important to me to make sure that I am giving that much to the people that will pay money to come and see me. I've got to make sure I give back. Does that make sense? I've got to give more than they're giving me. That's what a good uh, transaction is. So, I employed Zoe and she has changed my business. And then we've also employed a full-time designer as well. And we also have Morgan doing um, all the content creation. So, I mean, sneaking him over here. And it's 
been hitting new levels. Like, I guess um, it's hard to see because it's only been a few months and this day and age, like a lot of people don't reach out and tell you something. So, I could be here talking on a podcast, but I don't know a lot of the time if anyone's actually listening to it or if they're enjoying it or if they're getting something from it unless they actually reach out and tell me. So, sometimes you can feel like you're doing all this work and it's and it's falling on deaf ears. But other times, like I'll see someone in the street and they'll pull me up and say, look, I really appreciate that podcast episode you put out and it's really helped my business in whatever way. So, I think that's, it is really worth it. Like, it's so amazing. Like, the, you know, this podcast, I've said it before, you know, it's costing me so much money to host and put on this podcast and time and then having employees as well. It's um, It's not an easy thing. We just going back on reflections we've just launched um workshops for next year 2020 and it's going to be in los angeles and new york uh sydney and melbourne and the amazing thing is that my whole team's going to come if it all works out like the team's coming and we're going to get a big airbnb and we can just work remotely and that's just like you know it's the team the lifeblood of the business and like it wouldn't make sense of me just leaving for you know and maybe it would make sense financially but the thing is, like, I want to build a business that just gives back to everybody. So, you know, the harder they're working and the more that they're hustling, the more that they get. Does that make sense? So, for me, I guess, like, growing as a leader because, you know, I've got more employees now and I have to recognize that I can't really, like, shy away from that. I've got a responsibility. And I've got to make sure, like, with that responsibility that, I guess like for for myself as a like self-development thing is like I've really got to make sure that I'm doing it properly and I'm looking after the people that work for me and looking after, you know, things like mental health and inclusion and all that kind of stuff because it's so important, you know. You want to see all that change in the world. The easiest way to get that change is by making the change yourself and even if it's in a small business, it doesn't matter. You're bringing that culture into a small business and, you know, that could affect the people that work for me. And then one day they could work for a bigger business or maybe they will own a bigger business and it all just passes on. So, yeah, the best way to make change is be the change. I mean, we all know that basically. Other things that we did this year, um, obviously I did a rebrand for Jai Long, changed the name, but did a rebrand. I had to like make a really strong, good brand identity, keep consistent and trustworthy. If you haven't listened to the episode with Danelle, I think that was episode number 14, 15. Um, jump back and have a listen to that. And it's all about building trust in a brand. And if you haven't listened to the episode with Lelu talking about branding, that's a good time to jump back onto that one as well. So, if you want to know more about branding, jump over there. I think that was episode 10, something like that. Anyway, so I had to build a brand, you know, that's um, recognizable, it's consistent, it's trustworthy because I want to create a brand for Free the Bird that's off on the right step and puts me in a position as a industry leader and creates lots of trust. So, you know, if people are paying for a ticket to come and learn from me, I want them to be inspired by the whole experience. And that all comes down to actually coming and... um and interacting with my brand as well. So, just a couple of last things. We created, recorded, and launched our first online course, The Album Academy, and it did really well. It started off really slow, and I had a higher expectations. I wasn't being realistic, but it did so well. And the thing that gets me is that course was, like, so cheap for what you actually get. Like, the people that signed up, they're selling albums, and that's what it was all about. And, you know, 
it's so amazing to see a business just not utilizing their resources enough. So, you know, a lot of the times you feel like you just need to put up your prices or you need to book more work. But none of those things are working smart because you have to work harder in some sense. But adding things on, you can do that with barely any extra effort and work from your behalf and you can create so much more income, which means you could do more marketing with that money or it could, you know, just release a little bit of stress in some sense. And a small business, like you need that. I I believe every little bit counts. So, it was amazing. It made a big impact on the community. And I already know because everyone joined the Facebook group that people are selling albums. And the thing, the amazing thing is with an online course is even if they're not selling albums now, they can always jump back and watch it and reference it. And um, it's all right there. So, I'm really pumped on it. We've also just started recording and putting together storyboarding, uh, two more courses that are coming out in February. I'm so excited about it. And it's just another thing like, you know, it blows my mind that we're able to put out so much content and do so many things. But it's just a testament to all the people that are working, you know, with us. And um, yeah, it's amazing. Like it's like when I reflect, if I'm reflecting on anything, I've got to just reflect on like the staff and the people that we've had around us. It's mind blowing. There's nothing more humbling than having people that show up every day to work on a cause, like a collective cause that you've come up with. And um, yeah, it's something that you should never, you know, take for granted. If you're hiring people, you, I mean, if you've hired people before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So, last thing is I landed a job with Rangefinder Magazine uh, writing monthly articles, which is a printed publication based in New York City and it's probably one of the biggest portrait and wedding industry magazine and I guess that's just like another feather to my hat to my ever-growing hat I think that was like one of the the big achievements I did this year because I didn't have much education and I wasn't great at reading and writing you know and I had to teach myself a lot of things and to be contacted by a magazine in New York City for me it was like the most humbling thing because it's like whoa like you've worked so hard Jai and these are, these are the opportunities that are coming your way now and it's all starting to pay off, you know. It's so important. Like I don't ever want to say it in an egotistical way, but it's so important to really give yourself a smile and a pat on the back and say like, you know, you've worked hard for what, you, what you've got and you, you've got to enjoy this moment. So, guys... I just want to say thank you for listening in uh, 2019 as we're moving into 2020. And I really want you to, you know, from this episode, like me talking about myself and the things that I've done and the things that my team have done, like thank you for allowing me to indulge in that. But uh, the reason why I wanted to do that is because I want you to do the same. I want you to have a think about it, uh, even write them down. We're always, we're always looking forward. So, you know, you get to this time of year and you want to write down all your goals for next year, which is great. I mean, looking forward, it's amazing. And we want to like push towards dreams. But just knowing where you came from and appreciating like where you are now compared to a year ago and compared to five years ago. I mean, to me, that's game changing. Whenever I think about like five years ago, where I'd be now, I didn't think I'd be here right now. So that is really incredible. So guys, that's all I have time for right now. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't heard about my workshops yet, I've got live workshops happening, New York City, Los Angeles, Sydney, and Melbourne, 
all happening in 2020. There's still tickets left. I would love to meet you in person. I would love to help you with your business and to take it to the next level. And if you're ready for that, definitely go over to jialong.co forward slash workshops. And I'll be talking to you guys in 2020. Thank you very much. Make Your Break is brought to you and hosted by Jai Long in our Melbourne studios and produced by our American friends, Simpler Media Productions. For more information on this podcast, our workshops, or anything your heart desires, please visit jailong.co.